The U.S. yields fell, the U.S. dollar slid, and equities rallied last week thanks to a softer-than-expected U.S. inflation report and also a deal to avoid a U.S. government shutdown. Now, this week, investor attention shifts to the U.S. 20-year bond auction and Nvidia earnings as major U.S. indices are now flirting with their summer peaks into the all-important Nvidia earnings. So, welcome to the new week of trading with Swiss Coast daily market talk. So last week was an important week in terms of vanishing Federal Reserve rate hike expectations as the latest CPI update in the US showed that inflation in the US slowed more than anticipated by the market and also the US politicians avoided an unnecessary US government shutdown which obviously could have been a good good excuse for investors to sell the latest rally that we saw in the U.S. treasuries. But no, but no, U.S. two-year yield actually tested the 4.80% level on Friday for the fourth time this month, and the U.S. 10-year yield shortly tipped a toe below the 4.40% level. Now note that at this point, the 10-year paper's term premium, which spiked to 50 basis points last month, remember, due to the hawkish federal reserve expectations than the U.S. political risks with the government shutdown possibility and a higher supply of government bonds from the Treasury. Well, that term premium on the U.S. 10-year paper has now vanished to almost nil over the past month's U.S. Treasury rally. And that hints that at the current levels, well, investors may actually need some fresh conviction to continue to buy these papers. Now, today, the U.S. 20-year bond will be closely watched by the investment community. And remember, remember the latest 10 and 30-year bond auctions in the US have been weak. But that was also before last week's inflation data from the US that showed softer than expected number. And we still didn't know whether the US government would still be up and running today. So we had some good news. So all eyes now are on the U.S. bond auction. That could be better than the 10 and the 30-year auctions. A bad auction could trigger a rebound in the U.S. bond yields, while, while a potentially good auction could actually keep bond traders in appetite. But, but the downside potential in the U.S. bond yields are incrementally decreasing these days due to the levels that they came to recently. And if nothing, well, the lower the yields, the higher the probability of hawkish Federal Reserve comments to rectify the market. Now, speaking of the Fed and the Fed comments, the Federal Reserve will be releasing the minutes of its latest monetary policy meeting this week. So that's going to be tomorrow. And investors will be probably reminded again that one of the reasons why the U.S. Federal Reserve could actually pose its interest rate hikes in the latest meeting was that distant rise that we saw in the U.S. long-term yields into October. And now that the U.S. yields have come significantly down again, well, the interpretation of the Fed minutes could either be, well, the falling U.S. yields will keep the Federal Reserve on alert, so let's just calm down on our Treasury purchases, or it could be something like, oh, you know what, whatever, inflation slows in the U.S. in in all cases and the Fed is done hiking the interest rate. So I think that there is more chance that we see a positive correction in the US bond yields this week than the contrary, but it is obviously yet to be seen. 
Now, in the equity space, the S&P 500 closed last week above the 4,500 psychological level, and Nasdaq 100 flirted with the summer peak level before the much-expected Nvidia earnings that are due tomorrow. Now, Nvidia, the star of this year, goes into tomorrow's earnings announcement, having gained more than 350% since last October, and around 240% since the beginning of this year, thanks to the AI craze. Now, don't forget, the company expects its revenue to have soared to 16 billion US dollars in the third quarter. That's around 10 billion US dollars more compared to the third quarter of last year. So we know anything less than absolutely fantastic should trigger a decent profit taking in Nvidia stocks. But, but fantastic is not impossible. Morgan Stanley says that the gap between supply and demand for Nvidia chips have been so wide in fact that even with a reduction in peak demand well there will be no noticeable effect on the end result for nvidia so we will see what this year's rising star nvidia has to say about its earnings and its forecast but volatility will likely be on the menu this week options trading implies that we could see a positive or a negative swing of around eight percent in nvidia shares after the earnings report hits the ground now the u.s stock optimism that we see since a couple of weeks has also spread beyond the american stock markets obviously the european stock 600 index has to this 200 day moving average resistance to the upside twice in the course of last week while the Japanese Nikkei index hit a fresh 33-year high this Monday. Obviously, the ultra-supportive Bank of Japan policy, the cheap Japanese yen as a result of it, solid company earnings that are partly due to the supportive Bank of Japan policy and partly due to these geopolitical tensions between the US and China that obviously do benefit to the Japanese technology-focused companies. Well, they all continue to increase appetite for investors and attract foreign investors into the Japanese businesses. In the sense, Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, for example, sold yen-denominated bonds for the second time this year. To do what? Well, to increase its bet in the Japanese stocks while, while also benefiting from the low interest rates in Japan and also eliminating the Japanese yen risk. As for the yen, well, the currency performs better against a broadly softer US dollar these days. The dollar yen actually fell below that 150 psychological level and below the 50-day moving average that sends just below that 150 level. The euro yen on the other hand also fell from a record high. There's obviously one reasonable direction for the Japanese yen at the current levels and it is a positive correction but but no one knows when the bank of japan's astonishing pushback against normalizing policy will end and well japan is expected to announce a rise in its inflation to three percent level this friday but we don't even know if the bank of japan cares elsewhere the euro dollar extends gains above the 109 level this morning and that's on the back of a broadly softer us dollar as well the next natural target for the euro bull 
bull stands at the 110 psychological mark. Now, clearing that psychological resistance will require further US dollar weakness, obviously, but, but the potential for a further US dollar sell-off actually weakens by the day because the US dollar index is already flirting with the oversold market conditions after the CPI sell-off and the index is testing the critical 200-day moving average support to the downside this morning. In the absence of fresh news, well, I actually expect to see a pose in the US dollar sell-off. In the energy space, oil rebounded last week after falling to $72 per barrel level. Remember? Well, speculation that OPEC could actually extend production cuts throws a floor under the recent sell-off in the oil markets. The next OPEC meeting is scheduled for November 26th. Just saved the date and it is actually said that Saudi Arabia considers doubling its 1 million barrel per day supply cut to 2 million barrels per day cut. Now, it's obviously a risky move and it could go either way. If oil prices are trending lower today, it is mostly because of a weakening global outlook. Therefore, there is actually a chance that another supply cut from Saudi Arabia in a hurry, in a rush, actually fails to attract enough buyers. And this week's price action will obviously give us some hint on whether on whether it's better actually to sell a potential post-OPEC rally or is it better to jump on the back of a bull in the oil markets at the current levels. If the excitement of Saudi doubling its supply cuts can throw the price of a barrel above the $80-$81 per barrel range, well, it's probably better to sell the tops. So this is all for this Monday. I'm Ipek Özkardeşköy and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive feedbacks. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe, of course, to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. And please, please do not forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you actually do enjoy them. So I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.